What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of OT Takes, Overtime Takes, whatever you want to call it. We're back what's, once again. What's up, ZG? It's opening day, bro. It is opening day. Sports are back. They're all the way back. Which is so exciting. I never thought I would find myself watching base MLB or NBA scrimmages on TV, but it, it they happened. I, that's what I was doing these past couple days. They're fun to watch, especially like we've been so deprived, and and getting to see that is it's it's awesome. It really is. It is. It's it's a nice breath of fresh air. That's that's the best way to kind of describe it for me. So, like you said, today is opening day, and so because of that, you know, we, you know, we had to do a big baseball, baseball centered podcast. So this is going to be kind of like our our NFL, NFL review kind of thing when the schedules first came out. So we've got division winners, we've got award winners, we've got our World Series predictions, and yeah, it's, it should be a good one today. So I'm, I know I'm really excited. Yeah, this is right down our alley. So. I figured we'll crush this one. Oh, without a doubt. So let's go ahead. We'll start with the division winners. So which division do you want to start with? Uh, We can do the AL East to start and then just go down to the Central and then the West, and then we can move over to the National League if that's cool. So do you have complete standings or do you just have like the winner kind of thing going? Um, I mean, I didn't really do that, but like, I think it's pretty easy to, to figure out, um, especially the ALE. So I, I mean, I could do that. I don't yeah. have, I mean, I'll start it off here. Obviously I have the Yankees winning the division. I think we yeah, both do. I, I think, think anybody that's, yeah, yeah, I think anybody that has a, a baseball brain knows the Yankees are going to win that division. Um, I mean, they're just, I hate it, but they're just so loaded. They are. We'll see how they do down the uh, the stretch, though. I don't know. I don't really trust them. I don't know why. I just don't have a lot of faith in them this year. But, yeah, uh, the Yanks are definitely the best team in that division. I'm assuming coming in second place, you have the Rays. I do. And then the Red Sox? Yes. And then the Blue Jays and then the the, the, the Orioles? The lowly, <laughs> lowly Orioles, yes. You know, I, I mean, that's, that's I an really, easy division to pick. Yeah, I really – wanted to put the Blue Jays over the Red Sox. But with them not being able to play in Toronto, it looks like, I just I couldn't do it. Just to kind of mix it up a little bit because, you know, the Blue Jays definitely have a lot of young talent. And I think young talent can be up and down. You know, if they have, you know, a season where, you know, Vlad Jr.'s hot for 40 games and, and Boba Shett's hot. And, you know, they've got so many guys that – so many young guys that can really swing it. But, you know, them just not being able to play in Toronto. And I know – Home field advantage is kind of taken away a little bit with no fans, but just you know being able to sleep in your own bed and not have to sleep in a hotel and be on the road, that's really where I feel like they, they're going to kind of lose this year because they're talking about them playing games in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I just – like I said, I think on the last time we talked about the MLB, I think the Blue Jays are just a couple years away. Watch out for them, but I just think they're a couple years away. I wouldn't be surprised if they finished – um, in the bottom of the league, if we're being honest, this year. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, I, I gave them the benefit of the doubt this year. A little bit, obviously, finishing fourth in your division isn't giving you the biggest benefit of the doubt. But uh, I could see a scenario. <laughs> I could see a scenario where they are one of the worst teams in baseball, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so that was easy. I mean, yeah, I mean, what really do we easy. what do we have to say about the AL East besides like? Yeah, really. It's, it's down. It's down. It, like the Red Sox aren't as good as they normally are. I mean, the Rays have a chance to to maybe make a push for the division winner, but like, I don't think anybody would jump out on that limb and say that the Rays are going to win that division. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'm not jumping out on that limb. Right, and I don't. <laughs> I don't think any baseball fan uh, that's truly trying to make the, an accurate prediction would would say anything other than what we said. So yeah, AL East is really easy. Yeah, I, I agree. So let's go ahead and move over to the AL Central, and then after we're done with with all three divisions, we'll we can say who we think is going to win the the wild card. Okay. Or both 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 wild card spots. So. Central, I've got the Twins winning the division. I got the White Sox in second, Indians in third, Royals, and then the terrible Tigers. Yep, that's that's right on par. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, Jonathan. I think I'm sold on the White Sox. I am too. I really like the White Sox, even though the Indians are going to be good because they're the Indians and they've been good for the past several years. But I don't know. I just. I like the White Sox. I mean, maybe there's just so much excitement around them because they have so much young talent that I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm just kind of ready for it to happen. But I, I really like the White Sox. I don't know. I just – I have friends that are, like, from Chicago, and one's a Cubs fan, a couple of them are White Sox fans. So I'm seeing these highlights from, like, Luis Roberts, and uh, I'm blanking on his name. The guy – that we talked about last podcast that was a Cub. Eloy, Eloy, Jimenez. Eloy Jimenez. Yeah. Um, I'm watching him hit dingers. I'm watching Luis Robert, Robert, whatever you, whatever his name is, Robin home runs, and I'm sold. And Gilito's on my fantasy team. Just sign him up. Put him in a World Series. <laughs> I won't go that far. <laughs> I don't think I will either. <laughs> you hit yeah, your first, that, for, first folks. Me- ZG Do you remember? thinks the White Sox are going to win the World Series. <laughs> no, don't put that on the record. I was kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. But do you remember for a while there where the winner of the AL Central won like 84 games? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was the worst division ever because it was like there was oh, like four far. teams. There's like four teams that had like 70 wins like going into the last month and like the first one 83 got the division. <laughs> And it was it was normally like the Indians or the Twins, but yeah. Yeah, and and the Rays the Rays won like ninety something games that year and didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that that's ridiculous. That's that division that division is not even that division's pretty boring too. I mean, I guess since the White Sox are kind of cool now, like it's a little better. But and the, the Twins, twins hit a lot of home runs. Yeah, the Twins hit a lot of home runs, but they were boring. They were the, they were my least favorite division in baseball. Like it was like. Yeah, the Tigers, the Royals, like ew, dude. Well, and the then Royals, the White Sox were the bad. The Royals used to be good. Yeah, but like the I'm Royals talking about the last good. couple, like the last like three, three, four years. Yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, like when you think about players, you know, you probably in, in terms of like the AL Central, you think of Buxton, probably Eloy now, and then Luis Robert or, or however you say his name. And, and then, then I mean, obviously Lindor, you have Lindor and Clu- like you had Kluber and. Ramirez. Yeah, but Kluber's gone. Right, I know. No? I'm saying you had yeah, Kluber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's in Texas. Yeah, this is his first year in Texas. And, like, yeah, I guess. And then you just remember the Indians in the World Series and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's just when I look at that division, I just see boring. 
Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so Twins win that division. I agree. Yeah, I, I think pretty easily too. I think there's a pretty sizable gap between them and the White Sox. Yeah, the, I mean, again, like those young teams, like you love to jump on board, but like you know, it takes it takes a second. Like it's not going to pop. Yeah. Like we want it to pop right away. Like be careful uh, a couple years down the line. The same thing I'm saying with like the Jays and another team in the National League I'll get to. But like right now, not quite able to get over that hump, I don't think. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So do, do we want to move to the West? Yeah, might as well. As I, I'm pretty sure we're both going to be the same here as well. The Astros win the division. A's come in second. Angels in third. Rangers fourth. And then the Seattle Mariners finish last. Yep. <laughs> I mean, why is it that – I mean – why is it this easy in the AL? Like it's pretty, cu- it's pretty cut and dry in the AL. I think it is. The wild card teams are a little. Di- my wild card teams may be different than yours, maybe by one, but I don't know. I, I think I, th- I think that the wild card teams are pretty easy. <laughs> we'll see, but I mean, look, the Astros are going to be good, and as a guy who loves Jose Altuve, I I tend to root for the Astros. That's and an gonna unpopular be great. opinion. That that is so off brand for you. I love Jose Altuve, man. Like you should—I know you do—but you should. Favorite players. With your pandering ways, you should be all against the Astros because all of our <laughs> all of our listeners are. You should yeah, denounce I mean, the Astros right now. Denounce them. Stick to stay on <laughs> brand, Jonathan. No, we're we're gonna go off brand here. Uh, look, the Astros are still gonna be really good. They still have Justin Verlander, who's a great pitcher. They still have Grinky, who who's who's gonna throw eighty-eight mile an hour two seamers. Um. He's going to field his look, position like they're, really they're gonna be well. Good. He is. He, look, they're, they're going to be good, okay? Like, I know people really want him to lose every game that they play because they did cheat. But, look, like, they're going to be good because, you know, Jose Altuve can still hit. So can Alex Bregman. So can George Springer. Like, they're, they're going to be good. So, sorry, baseball world. The Astros are probably going to play in the ALCS. Yeah, part of me thinks though the the more I looked at this stuff and the more we're we're sitting down actually talking about it, that like something nuts is gonna happen and we're just not seeing it. Like we've never seen a sixty game baseball season, so we really don't know what to expect. So I think the safest bet for us is just to go chalk like we're doing. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of yeah. Like in. I'm one to go out on a limb. I just don't know what limb to go out on. So I'm just going to run it up the way that it, it appears. And I don't know if everything's going to be the way that we think it's going to go. It never does. But like for the most part, you have an idea. I don't know if, if something nuts is going to happen this year and the freaking angels win the West. Like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like there's so much uncertainty. Mike track goes crazy. Hits 40 home runs in 60 games and single handedly oh. wins the AL West for the angels. <laughs> I have a funny story that I just thought of real quick about Mike Trout. Um, I was playing summer ball in Canada one year in college, and me and this, uh, we, me and one of my teammates um, were just we were sitting there one night. We had a couple drinks in us. We were twenty one, of course, um, and <laughs> <laughs> and we were just sitting there talking about how good Mike Trout was because he loves hitting. I love hitting. And we were just talking about Mike Trout. We just made a joke like, 
he's only getting better. Like I expect him to hit 110 home runs one season. And this was like three years ago. So I don't know. It's just funny. We were like, yeah, he's going to hit 60 and then 70. And then by the end of his career, he's going to have a 110 home run season. And we just thought that was funny. So what if that's this year? What if he goes off for like 70 and 60 games? It'd be, that'd be the definition of historic. It would be him that would do it though. It really would. It would be him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the point. Like, if there was anyone that was going to just do astronomical things, it would be Mike Trout. And it it's a blessing that he's still in the in the game right now and still playing. It is. I, so there's a lot of talk about him not playing. I don't even think we really ever mentioned that. But, yeah, he there was some speculation that he wasn't even going to be able to play or wanted to play uh, with everything going on. So we get to see Mike Trout, and that's enough for me. Yeah, really. You know – what would be even crazier is Chris Davis of the Orioles because the entire season hitless. <laughs> is that that crazy? I mean, dude, I think <laughs> it would be mean... so funny. I think it, that would just be awesome. <laughs> I don't, Chris Davis I don't goes know. 0 for 240 on the year. <laughs> that would be wild. I would, I would love that. That would be amazing. Yeah, go. I hope Chris Davis has a bounce back year, gets three hits instead of two. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go over to the NL. We can start in the East. We forgot. Our I think wild this is cards. probably where we're different. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, dude. I'm just. I'm ready to talk about the NL because that's where all the 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 interesting things are going to happen. I think. Yeah, this feels like the football one. Was it the NFC? No, it's the AFC where we were like, this AFC. is boring. This is boring. We know what's going to yeah. happen. That was a so really who, early who are your prediction. Two wild cards? We, time it really out. We, was. <laughs> we we jumped the gun on the NFL predictions. And, I think uh, it was. I think it, it was. Post-draft. It was just because like the schedules had come out. That too. yeah, the post draft, post schedule release. So like the timing of it made sense. We'll have to just repost that when it comes down. Like that'll just take some take a load off us. We'll just have to repost that one when it when it comes yeah. time. <laughs> Definitely. So. Who are your two wild cards from the AL? The Tampa Bay Rays. Okay, same. And the Chicago White Sox. You, ooh, you got the White Sox in there. Mm-hmm. I've got the A's. I, I, yeah, I like the A's over the White Sox. I originally had the A's, but I talked myself into the White Sox. I wanted to talk myself into the White Sox. Like, if you look at my sheet of paper, like, the White Sox are, like, half circled, and I was just like, you know, I can't do it. I gotta take the A's. The A's are the A's are the safe bet, but I feel like I feel like in such a chalk uh, prediction, I'm going out on the limb. I'm going with the A's. Or nope, no, I'm not. I'm going with the White Sox. <laughs> That's fair. I really wanted to pick the White Sox. I just couldn't do it. I just I just want to see them do yeah. good. I don't think they're gonna win their wild. I don't think they beat the Rays. I don't think they they win that game, but I think I think it'd be cool if they had a good enough season to make it to the playoffs and then set themselves up to make a run for the division next year. Question mark? Yeah, I, maybe. I'd I'd be but here yeah. for it. Okay, so now, so now are, are wanna, we going to the NL? Do you want to do you want to translate to the NL or transition to yes. the NL? Okay, I'm I'm ready for the NL. So the NL East especially because I feel like we're really different here. <laughs> So, winning the NL East, I have the Braves. Ew. In second place, I have 
In the second place, I have the Phillies. I've got the Nationals coming in third. And then the Mets. And then the Marlins. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah. Why, why this, the this Braves is my, Phillies? This is my against the chalk. This is my against the chalk prediction. I don't why know. I just got Phillies this. And not the Nationals. So, I don't know, man. I've just got this feeling with the Nationals. They started slow last year. And, look, they, they just won a World Series, so there may be a little bit of, like, a World Series hangover kind of thing. Obviously, look, they they're going to win. Off. Yeah, but still. You know, look, Max Scher- look, they have Max Scherzer, so they're probably going to win 15 games right there just off of him pitching. Right? Strasburg. Strasburg's probably going to get hurt. That's I, I think su- Strasburg gets hurt. You can't say that and then be a Carson Wentz guy. But I admit that... I know Carson Wentz is injury prone. I don't think Strasburg gets hurt. He didn't get hurt last year. But it seems like every other year he does get hurt. And when he's healthy, obviously, you know, they're really good. You know? Okay. Yeah. No, I I guess. And so, look, I really wanted to pick the Phillies to win the division. Because people forget, like, the Phillies were in first place in the NL East last year until Andrew McCutcheon got hurt. And then it was all kind of downhill from there. R- really reminded me of the Cubs when the Cubs lost Dexter Fowler, their their leadoff hitter. And now you know McCutcheon's back. I think he's a really important piece to that team. I think the Phillies are gonna just gonna be a lot better just because he's back. And you know it wouldn't look if any look if Bryce Harper gets hot for sixty games or not even sixty if he gets hot for thirty to forty games they're gonna win a lot just because he is he's a great hitter when he's hot, right? So. And then I really wanted them. To, I really wanted to pick them to win the to win the division, but I do think that the Braves just have a little bit more pitching, so I went with the Braves to win the division. Yeah, so I went I went with the pitching and Nationals win the division, um, and then I have the Braves finishing second, Phillies third, um, Mets fourth. But I'm not too sure about that. I think the Mets might finish third or yeah. even have a chance. The Mets at finishing second. Yeah. The Mets um, are really kind of scary this year. Yeah, but it's the Mets, and that's why I put them at fourth. And then the Marlins yep. last. Same. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there's some interchange there. Maybe at the top, um, even with the division winner, but I just think the Nationals have uh, a little bit more than the rest of those teams. I think the Braves are one of those teams that um, they made the playoffs last year, and I think they're only going to get better. I just think they need to sure up some things, especially in the rotation and in the bullpen, uh, before I can can thrust them into the the top spot of the East. I don't know the 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 Mets and the Phillies are interesting though because they're both teams that have some talent and have some pieces, but um, I mean I don't really trust them to put it together. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is about those two teams. I just don't. In my head, I can't see them putting it together and, and knocking off a team like the Nationals or even the Braves. So that's why I have them three four. That's fair. That's fair. That's it's a good take. I don't I don't but agree I liked, with it, but I I definitely see where you're coming. Yeah, I mean I, I don't I, I don't necessarily agree with yours, but I at least like it's not it's not asinine to think uh that the the Braves and the Phillies could could beat the Nationals. Like I said, I this is a tough one. And I know I went kind of chalk there, but at the same time, it's like but I do the, think they they have better players in the positions that matter. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But the NL East is by far, I think, the most interesting division in baseball. 
ooh, we're the next one we get to. Yeah, the, the Central is interesting too, but I don't know. I I I I've seen the Central enough that I think I kind of know what's going to happen. You but... have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, well, you're There's right. A it's, train it's, it's a sixty coming. game season. There's a train okay. coming, and it starts okay. with an R. Thought it started started with an L. Luis Castillo. <laughs> no, it starts with an R, and it starts in Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about it. So I'm let's go. I already know you've got the Reds. You, you've got the Reds winning the, the division. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna easily win the division. Really, you think it'll be easily? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there uh, now. I was holding judgment. I was kind of playing it even before all these spring training games, and I kind of saw what they were doing with their roster. I saw what they did with their pitching. I saw everybody in place. I saw the whole roster. They're one of the best teams in baseball, 100%. They're going to mash, and they're going to pitch. And I know that's the name of the game, but they're going to do it better than everyone else, especially in that division. Okay. So I've got the Cubs winning the division. I've got the Reds coming in second, the Brewers in third, Cardinals in fourth, and then the Pirates finishing last. So I have – well, I'll do my full one. So obviously I have the Reds winning the division. I have the Cardinals finishing second. Brewers finishing third, Cubs finishing fourth, Pirates finishing last. You think the Cubs are going to finish fourth? I don't think they're good. I think I don't think they're very good at all. So this division was really tough for me. So when things get tough for me, I look at one one thing, and that is the Vegas odds. And the Cubs are the favorite in Vegas to win this division. Because I was with you, I was like, you know, I, I didn't think they finished fourth. I do. I, the Cardinals are old. I don't. I don't think the Cardinals are going to be that good this year. The only really big stick they have in their lineup is Goldschmidt, and I mean, obviously, you know, they got Flaherty on the bump, but I think there's Tommy a Edmund, tremendous drop off. Paul DeYoung. I mean, they got I mean, some pieces. I mean, like they're good players, but they're not. I don't know. I really like the Cubs lineup, and I like the Reds lineup as well. I just. I was going to pick the Reds to win the division, but every time I was about to write their name down, a quote from you kept kept coming through my mind. It, it was Trevor Bauer is going to find some way to mess this up, and because of that, I was I'm I'm, I'm trusting you on this man. So I'm really kind of expecting Bauer to have a down year, and I don't yeah, know. I think I mean, that D- I David Ross it. coming in to, to David Ross coming in to be the new manager, I think gives the Cubs some more juice. I think John Lester has a good year. Um, Hendricks is evolved into one of the better pitchers in baseball. He's actually going to be the, the opening day starter for the Cubs. So I think you know the only question is going to be the bullpen. Uh, we've got Kimbrell, but he was terrible last year. But I think giving him kind of a full offseason and letting him kind of start when everybody else is and not coming in, you know, 60 games in is going to help him be better throughout the year. So I really like the Cubs. I think it's close. Like I think the Cubs win like 32. No, they, they win more than that. Cubs win like 35 to 38 games. Reds are winning like 33 to 35 games. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really close race all the way through here in the NL Central. I don't think I don't think uh, I think whoever wins that division is the only team that makes the playoffs. I think they I think I they not. beat up on, I think they beat up on each other a little bit and it kind of opens the door for uh, some other teams in uh weaker divisions yeah maybe so 
See, the thing is, like, you have to look at their AL schedule, too. Because, look, they're going to get games against the Royals and Tigers, which is going to be nice. <laughs> yeah. And, and the Pirates as well, so. I, I really, I don't, I think the, I think the Brewers, Brewers will take a step back, and I think the Cardinals will take a step forward, and I think the Cubs are the odd man out. I think they finish fourth. I just, I don't think they have enough, uh, I think their star players aren't as good as people think they are. I think their pitching has leaves a lot to be desired as compared to the other teams that are good. And I I just think I don't think I think they're they're past their their window. I don't think they're very we'll good, see. Jonathan. No, I I I'm, I'm I I know they're not very good. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> Argue. I, I feel like part of this. I feel like part of this is just to spite me. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, never. I, I, I don't think they're good. I, 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 and I think the Reds are really good, and I mean that. Like, I want the Reds to be really good, and I think that's what part of it. I really want them to be good, and I think they will be. I think everybody agrees they'll be pretty good. But yeah, I, I think yeah. there's. I think the Cubs are, are past their past their window. I think that. I don't think you can question their lineup because they they've got some guys who can swing it. I think, but if you want to question the pitching, I'll say okay. Because I mean, like, I'm, I'm with you. the The pitching is older. The pitching it definitely isn't as good as it was a few years ago. Totally agree. The bullpen's bad outside of Kimbrel. So like, if you want to say like we don't win the division because of pitching, then I'll 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 say okay to that. Yeah, I mean that's part of that's that's a big reason why I I don't think they're good. I think they're bad. <laughs> All right, man. When when the Cubs win the division, I can't wait to come on here and talk to you. I'll wear a Cubs jersey that day. Sounds good. And yet you, you have to post it on the overtime takes. Twitter and you page. have to wear How's a Reds that? jersey if the Reds win. Okay, sounds fair. I'll I'll do that. Man, I can't wait for baseball tonight. That game is going to be so fun to watch. <laughs> I don't no even doubt. care. It's not no even doubt. Cubs Reds. It's not even it's not even our favorite teams. But I just can't wait. Us making wagers on division winners is just getting me hype. I mean, the game comes on in three hours. I can't wait. <laughs> me either, man. So, the final division that we have to pick, I think it's going to be pretty easy. Uh, it's the NL West. I've got the Dodgers, then the Padres, then the Diamondbacks, then the Rockies, and then the Giants. Yep. Pretty easy. Not really hard. No. Nope. I mean, the Dodgers are really good. The Dodgers are really good. And I have a wild card team out of that division. Do you want to go to our do wild not. cards? So I've got the Phillies and the Reds both making the wild card. I have the Braves and the Padres. Why do you like the Padres? I'm 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 interested to kind of hear your your stance on them. I really like their rotation. I think they have a very strong young rotation that can that can deal with the a sprint and not a marathon type of deal. And I think their lineup is is very good. Definitely good enough to to compete with with some of the better teams in the National League. I mean I mean, Tatis is obviously the shoulders to load there, and Machado, and Tommy Pham, and like Hunter Renfro, and, and guys like that that just have a lot of boom in their stick. It, I think it, I think it sets up well for them. I think Denilson Lamette and Chris Paddock and those type of guys can can really step up and, and anchor a rotation. I think they have some guys in the bull, back end of the bullpen that are pretty good. 
Um, I think they're my they're my National League surprise. They're kind of on the same they're kind of on the same trajectory as the White Sox, right? So I think it's kind of yeah, the same. Yeah, I deal. agree with that. I think it's kind of the same deal with the White Sox. I don't think they win their wild card game, but I think they set themselves up well to to possibly um, win that game next year because I don't think they're going to win the division for for quite a little quite a bit quite a bit of time, you know, because the Dodgers are just so stacked. But I think the Padres have a chance to be a mainstay in the playoffs for years to come, and I think it starts this year. Yeah, I'm, I can totally see that happening. I just I really like the Phillies this year. I think they're the one team that is the surprise. You know what I mean? With this being like yeah. a sixty game sprint. So I, I tried to pick one team to be my surprise and that the Phillies are my are my surprise. So that's why I went with them. And you didn't have American yeah, so League we, surprise, did you? No, because the American League's pretty easy. Yeah. I mean I guess my White Sox is a surprise in the American League, the Padres and the NL. Um nothing yeah. crazy. I mean nothing like like wild to where you'd be like, That can't happen. Um, but yeah, I just, I agree. I think, yeah. Yeah. So do you have an ALCS and NLCS matchup? And then obviously, you know, we'll, we'll, we can go to the world series from there. Yeah. I think it's going to be Yankees Astros <laughs> in Me the too. ALCS. What's um, new? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just pitching. It just, it's just like, uh, who, who your only, your only momentum is that day starting pitcher. And I think the, I know the Yankees lost Severino, and but I mean they still have horses, and especially with Cole, and then the back end of their bullpen is unbelievable. Yeah, so I think the Yankees yeah. win that though. I think the Yankees, yeah, Yankees me too. make the World Series out of the AL. Yep, me too. And then, and then, and then my the my NLCS is surprising. Okay. So I've got the Dodgers playing the Phillies, and then the Dodgers win in six. Okay, I have. Uh, I mean, I have the Dodgers winning the NLCS too against the Reds. Yeah, I, I could see that. Those are probably the two best rotations in the NL. Yeah. So I'm. I, I thought it maybe it's the wild Nationals. to think it's wild to think the Reds have a legitimate shot to play in a championship series, but they really do. And like, I kind of feel biased talking about it, but like, I seriously, I tried my hardest. No, to you're not. Goals. You're good. I tried my hardest to put yeah, holes I agree in it, with you. and like their roster is unreal. It really is. They did a really good job constructing yeah. the roster this year. They did. I'm with you. Yeah, 100. percent But I don't think so, they're, who do you they're have? not as good as the Dodgers. And then I have the, yeah, I have the Yankees I winning think, the World Series. I've got the Dodgers winning the World Series. I think they they finally do it. I hope so. I don't want the Yankees to win. It was a completely objective opinion. I don't like the Yankees that much either. I just think they're the best team in baseball. I think they're going to win the World Series, which sucks to say coming out of, like, I love to to hate on teams, especially teams like the Yankees, but, ah, man, they're just going to win it. (laughs) Like, it just sucks to say it. I just think they're going to win it. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I I don't know, man. I I really like the Dodgers this year. I like them a lot, so we'll, we'll see. So do we do we go into awards now? Yeah. Okay, so we'll go AL first. So who do you have one of the AL Rookie of the Year? Luis Robert. Yeah, me too. I think that's pretty easy. Uh, so I looked at betting odds on just about all of these, and he is by far and away the favorite to win the AL Rookie of the Year. I think the Angels yeah. have an outfielder coming up. Joe Adele. He um. Joe Adele, I think, was second, but it wasn't even close. Luis yeah. Robert is 
far and away the, the guy that, that people think is going to win this award. Uh, AL MVP, I think that's really easy. Mike Trout, right? Nope, I have Glaber Torres. Wow, okay. So my sleeper pick was Alex Bregman. That's, ew. Sorry, Maddie. He's good. He's good. As much as I, I, I don't like him, but he's good. Yeah, he's good. I think Glaber's better than him already. I think Glaber's going to have an unbelievable really? season. Yeah. I think Glaber's going to yeah. gonna move into one of the best players in all of baseball. I mean, he's already <laughs> up there. I think he wins the MVP this year, and people are looking at him a little differently. Yeah, he might. We'll see. Yeah, he is really good. You're right. I just think that he kind of gets overshadowed being in that Yankee lineup with guys like Judge and Stanton and Gary Sanchez, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think this year he he – he shows he's the best hitter in that lineup, and like I said, after he wins the MVP, because I'm always right, he will be looked at differently, uh, especially in that Yankees lineup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then AL Cy Young, I'm assuming we both got Garrett Cole. Yeah. Uh, pr- pretty easy. And yeah. then National League Rookie of the Year, who you got? Who do you have? Gavin Lux of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's not even on the roster. Is he not? No. What? They did not put him on the big league roster. Wow. My research has failed me. I'm I'm disappointed I, in myself. It's all right. It happens. It's a good pick. I have a 30, I think he's like 31, 31-year-old rookie winning rookie of the year. Who do you have winning the rookie of the year? Shogo Akiyama. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> did he really not make? Hold up, Gavin Lux didn't make. Give me one sec. I gotta go back to my list. It's on my computer, so that I can actually give somebody who can actually win it. <laughs> Shogo Akiyama, thirty-one year old rookie. Come on, why is my my thing's not working? Give me one sec. For those who don't know who uh, Shogo Akiyama is, he is the he is a new rookie playing for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, definitely not a biased pick. He's just older than all the other rookies. He's played a lot of pro ball, a lot of high level professional baseball. Don't sleep on Shogo. Gavin Lux really didn't make. Wow. Fun fact, he is the betting favorite for NL Rookie of the Year, too, which I think is so funny. Those Vegas lines are, are, aren't are doing you well. They're not, and that's that's usually where I go. What if I went, uh, did Dalton Varsho make the, uh, the Diamondbacks roster? I don't think so. One sec. Uh, Arizona Sports says Shogo Akiyama is the could answer, play in 2020. Jonathan. Sure, I'll go Shogo Akiyama just for, <laughs> for Zach. Thank you, Shogo. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> uh, NL MVP. Who do you have? Christian Yelich. Okay. So the guy that I'm going to pick, I will pick every single year until he wins it. Because he deserves to Arenado, have Arenado, Jeez, oh, Pete's. Yes. And then I know your this may blow your mind. Well. This may blow your mind. 
Take a guess at who the betting favorite is for National League MVP. Cody Bellinger? No. Mookie Betts? Yep. I knew it was a Dodger. Mookie Betts is the favorite to win NL MVP. That just blew my mind. I said, there's no way this dude's going to win National League MVP. I think Christian Yelich is going to win it. I guess he could. I, I don't know. His team success might not be the reason why he wins it. I think he's going to have the numbers. I think he's I think he's better than Bellinger by just a hair. Um, yeah. But I I don't know. I want I think he'll have the numbers to win it. I don't know if he'll have the team success or if that'll matter. So uh, yeah, Christian Yelich is my tentative favor like prediction to win the NL MVP. Yeah, I got you. I think if if the Cubs win the central, then Javi Baez could definitely win it. That's true. But we'll see. I don't know. NL MVP is tough. Yeah, and apparently rookie of the year as well. Yeah, apparently it is (laughs) because the Dodgers didn't put Gavin Lux on their their roster. I still can't believe that, but okay. Uh, Cy Young. Ooh, this is kind of tough, too. It took me a minute to kind of figure out who I wanted to pick for this one. You're going to hate me. Sonny Gray? Luis Castillo. Castillo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. I I went total chalk here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't write it off like it's it can't happen. I mean, I guess it could happen. You You think Luis Castillo? You think Luis Castillo isn't even going to be y'all's opening day starter? It's just how the schedule worked out with their throwing and stuff. Okay. So, so you think Luis Castillo is better than guys like Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom and guys like that? I think he, I think he could be for this season, and I think going forward he could be. If this was a okay. full one sixty-two, I don't think I pick him. So I'm, I'm gonna scratch my pick. I was gonna say Jacob Degrom, but I'm gonna go Walker Bueller. I hate you so much. Because he could definitely. I guess I win can't it. be too mad. He's yeah, actually. I guess I can't be too so mad about I was, that. I was reading an article for ESPN, and they were talking about who they were going to pick to win the Cy Young, and they're right. The ESPN writers actually voted Walker Bueller as the favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, I, now I the, the favorite in Vegas, the, the favorite in Vegas is uh, J- Jacob Degrom, but I'm going to go Bueller. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. I'm not sold on Bueller. I don't think. I think I think we picked. Uh, I think we're creating a rivalry between Luis Castillo and Walker Bueller, and that we really would be, are. That would be so lit if they pitched off, if they pitched against each other in the CS. In Game Seven, yes, <laughs> that'd that be would awesome. be awesome. That would be legendary. We'd have to watch it together. That would be legendary. We'd have to find a way. We would we'd have to find a way to watch it together. We would, no doubt. That'd be awesome. Okay. So that's all the awards, kind of. So I don't have a job right now. So I you was went really try bored. hard. <laughs> I went crazy. I went crazy because I love the listeners. So I've got my silver slugger predictions for both leagues and gold glove predictions for both leagues. Now a lot of these are chalk ups. There, there's a couple surprises in there. There's one that you're really gonna like, ZG. So let's let's get into it. So AL silver sluggers. So at catcher, I've got Gary Sanchez. I think that he's going to have a, a pretty good year this year. Uh, he'll be a twenty to thirty home run guy, I think. Mitch Garver. 
Yeah, Mitch Garver, I almost put him down, but I, I like Sanchez this year. At first base, I've got the Chicago White Sox, Jose Abreu. As I was looking, I was like, there really aren't that many like great hitters in the AL that play first base. He's been so productive, too, in his career. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, that's just because the White Sox have been bad for so long. And then at second base, I've got Jose Altuve. He's going to hit, like, probably three. Look, he's a guy who could hit 400 over a 60-game stretch. I don't think he will. I'm just saying he's definitely capable of doing that. So he's going to hit, like, 320. Yes, without signs. He's always been he's always been a good hitter, man. Come on now. Whatever you say. Uh, I, I think I've got another Astro. I think that the Astros are going to have a chip on their shoulder this year. So I, I I think Alex Bregman wins the AL Silver Slugger for third base. Glaber Torres. I just think that they're. Yeah, it it, it may be Glaber, but I, I think it's going to be Bregman. And then shortstop, I've got Francisco Lindor winning the the Silver Slugger there. Uh, and then, okay, I, I have a bone to pick here. We're going to talk about this. So when it comes to Gold Glove Awards, they do left field, center field, right field. But then for Silver Slugger, it's just three outfielders. Mm-hmm. I just think that, like, it should be uniform across. So, like, Gold Glove should either be just three outfielders or or they should have, like, a right field, center field, left field for, for Silver Slugger. Well, I feel like the logic behind it is like center field is different than left field defensively. It's not that different offensively. It's not different at all offensively. Then why don't we just do like five infielders? Because I don't know. I guess that's a I guess that's a really good point too, but I don't know. I just think I think outfield positions are I say that, but they're a little more similar to the infield positions. I mean, you. I mean, usually. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know. I I think that's a good argument. I don't know. I guess all I I don't know if I necessarily agree or disagree. I think that's probably just the logic behind it. Yeah. So here, here are my three outfielders. So Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, then Eloy Jimenez, or however you say his last name. I don't think yeah. you're, I don't think I'm supposed to pronounce the J. <laughs> no. And then a DH, J.D. Martinez. Ooh, you think he has a bounce back? I do. Yeah, he's he's too good of a hitter to have another down year. Yeah. I don't know if it was even down, or just for his standards, what we thought he would. Yeah. What he, yeah. I really wanted to put Vlad here, though. He had a bomb. I really almost put Vlad. Did you see that bomb he hit last night? I did not. I did not. I was asleep. He had thirty six jacks last year, acting like it's a down year. <laughs> he hit three oh four with thirty six. How good of a hitter he is! Yeah, the year before so he only hit forty three home runs and hit and had one hundred and thirty RBI. <laughs> and then he played with the so for the NL timeout. He played in uh, Arizona. Yeah, he he did for a little bit. It wasn't that long. He hit. In 2017, he played for Detroit and um, the Diamondbacks. Hit 45 home runs. He's been good for a while. Yeah, man, he's he's so good, man. He's one of my favorite hitters to watch. Wow. 
I, I love JD. JD Martinez. JD Martinez. And he hits is for a beast. average. Wow, he hits for he hits for a high average. I guess I Division didn't really understand well. it. I guess I just didn't didn't really look at JD like that. But wow, he's good, man. Did you hear me though? Division two say? product. Oh yeah, he played at a Division two. Yeah, thirty six rounder. That's right. Okay, so now here's my NL. So NL Silver Slugger at catcher is JT Realmuto. First base, I'm going to go Paul Goldschmidt. Second base, if he plays enough games at second base to be counted as a second baseman, Keitel Marte. Third base, Nolan Arenado, because he wins it. He plays center field for him? He plays everything. They they move him around. If he gets enough games at second base, I think he's going to win. If not, then it'll probably be Ozzie Albies or somebody like that. Yeah. Third base, uh, Nolan Arenado. Javier Baez at shortstop. I think he wins it. And then my three outfielders are going to be Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich, and Ronald Acuna Jr. No Mookie. No Mookie. Not – I mean, Mookie had the one year where he won the MVP – but every other year, he's like, I mean, he's he's a good hitter. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think he's as good of a hitter as these three guys. Right. I agree. And then here's my DH. This was hard. This was really hard for me to pick. So I went with a guy who has a career 909 OPS against right-handed pitching. He's going to DH for the Reds more than likely. Do you know who I'm talking about? Cassianos. No. He has a not a line OPS against right handed pitching. So he, he's a left handed hitter. Oh. So he'll he'll DH whenever they whenever they face righties. Who? Jesse Winker. Ew, dude. I'm telling you, man. This was my one surprise. I hope you don't so. Like it? I really I hope so. I really do. I just I don't I think he might end up being the odd man out. Really? Everything yeah. that I've read has really pointed to him being the DH. But then again, of course, you, you looked at it more than I have, so I'm going to let you kind of talk here. No, I mean, I think Shogo and Castellanos and Philip Irvin and there, there's other guys that have a chance to play as well. I don't know. I just I was really sold on Winker as a prospect, and he hasn't really done much uh, to – he's been a, a decently productive player, but to give him a silver slugger? I just think that he crushes righties, and so he's going to be all his DH for 40 of the 60 games. You know, and he'll, you know, have a high OPS, and he'll win the Silver Slugger because of that. I almost put Schwarber, too, because I I think Kyle Schwarber is also a a good candidate just for the same reason, because he just crushes righties, and he's going to be the DH 40 games against right-handed pitching and have a high OPS. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's a really good pick. Yeah. uh, a good sleeper pick. So yeah. So here are my my gold gloves. It was this was tough. Go go picking silver sluggers was pretty easy, but defensive the, doing the gold glove thing was tough. So AL for catcher I have Martin Maldonado. He'll win his second one I think. C- catcher for the Astros throws everybody out. First base pretty easy Matt Olson. Second base DJ Lemayhew. Okay. Third base, Matt Chapman. I think that's a pretty easy pick. And then shortstop was tough. You know, basically, you're flipping a coin between two guys here. I went uh, and, and Drelton Simmons. 
I think he wins it this year instead of Lindor. Left field, this guy's old. He's just he's just won like four or five Gold Gloves in a row, and I just want I just want the streak to to continue. So we're gonna go Alex Gordon, who actually broke through as a third baseman. I don't think people know that. They don't. He played third base. Early, yeah, he played third base early on in his career. They, yeah. they didn't move him to left till later. And then center field, I'm gonna go Jackie Bradley Jr. Right field, I'm gonna go Aaron Judge. That's good. That's a good pick. And then, and then pitcher D- Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, I like that too. So, yeah, this is Gold Gloves. Just just aren't as much fun to talk about. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, they are. And then, whatever. I mean, you 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 put the yeah. work in. Yeah. So so we're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. So National League Gold Glove. So this guy's gonna win his first. He should have many. Not many. He should have at least one by now, but he doesn't. Wilson Contreras sh- should be a gold glove winning catcher. He's got an absolute hose, throws everybody out. Balls don't really get by him. He's a great defensive catcher. They're probably going to give it to, to, to JT Romito, but I really think Wilson Contreras sh- should be the winner this year. He's been great really ever since he came up. So, yeah, Wilson Contreras. First base, I want Freddie Freeman. Second base, Ozzy Albies. Third base, Nolan Arenado. Not really hard. I think uh, Javi, Javi Baez wins his. I guess it'll be his first one at shortstop. I'm pretty sure he's got one at second base. And then left field was hard for me to pick, so I just went Andrew McCutcheon. I think that he, he could possibly win it out there. Center field, I actually went Cody Bellinger. And then right field, I went Mookie Betts. Okay. And then pitcher, pitcher I went uh, Marcus Stroman. That's good. You actually, those probably would be mine. All those are pretty good. So yeah, those are, that's who's gonna win just about every award out there. <laughs> Alex Gordon was a first, was the second overall pick of the two thousand five draft. Was he? I didn't know he was drafted that high. That's yeah. crazy. But he's good. Yeah. He's been good for a long time. He just never really found it fully with the stick. Yeah, but he's been a he's a great defender. Golly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Is that oh, all we got? Wow. Breaking I guess kind of breaking news. So Yoan Moncada Moncada is back for the White Sox, so the White Sox have reassigned prospect Nick Madrigal to the taxi squad yeah that's probably that's probably the move yeah but I just I really want to see Madrigal play he was so good at Oregon State he was so good yeah he'll, he'll get a he's chance he's also like yeah he's also like the number five ranked prospect as well so he's he's good one second I think but. we might have some breaking news. Okay. The union has approved the agreement discussed with MLB for expanded playoffs only for the 2020 postseason. Where did you see that yeah. at? MLB and Players Union have agreed on expanding playoffs to 16 teams for this season only. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, let's go back to our – so who, who, are the, who are the extra two teams we're going to pick from each from each side? 
Um, the A's, the A's for me, and the Angels, just off the top of my head. Yeah. So I'm gonna go White Sox in the AL. Dang, bro. I closed my books. I thought we were about to be done. Now I gotta flip all the way back. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm gonna go the White Sox and hold up. So we'll go White Sox and then I'm gonna go the Indians as my okay. my my two extra teams. So division winners, the NL, we know those. And then I have the yeah. Rays, the White Sox, the Angels, and the A's. So I've got, for my wild card, it'll be Rays, White Sox, A's, and Indians. Okay. Yeah. And then, I guess for the NL, so right now I've got the Phillies and the Reds. I'll have the Nationals and the Padres. will probably be, be my two extra. I think I'll have to go uh, Phillies Cardinals. Yeah, you really like the Cardinals, man. I just I don't know, man. I don't. I, I think the Cardinals are just I don't know. I just don't have faith, faith in them this year. I guess. This is why we. This is why we record so late for stuff like that. What if we put this out like two hours ago and then boom, our whole podcast is ruined. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. That's make a really sure good that, point. So make sure it's known that we we talk about the the we briefly discuss the the two extra teams in the playoff format um, when we okay, post this because we'll <laughs> I, I can do that because <laughs> people are going to be listening like this is outdated this is old news and then boom right at the end we get breaking news and we come through we, we come through that's just what overtime takes does that is what we do that's exactly what we do. Does so, that change your? Does that change do. your? Does that change your? Uh, like any playoff scenarios? Like does your does your CS change at all? Because I don't think mine does. Nope, nope, not at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. So I think that's all I've got. You got anything else? Uh, go Reds and happy opening day. Because I, the more that I've talked about baseball during this podcast, the more I just wish every game. All sixty games of every every team was played tonight. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of excitement coming over here. The NBA is back, baseball is back. It's so great. We're back. We're back. We're back. So we're actually back and better than ever. So we're actually changing up the format. Look at that segue. That was perfect. Gosh. So with sports coming back, we're gonna change up kind of our podcast episode releases. We're going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, yeah, it'll be good. We're, we're looking forward to it. Wednesdays are going, to, are going to be a little different, but I think they're going to be good. If they end up not being any good, then we'll, we'll change what, what we do on Wednesdays. So we have to tune into one of those to kind of see what it's like. What's the plan yeah, for it's, those, it's going to be though? good. Like what, what, can, what can our listeners expect from a Monday, Wednesday, Friday format? So Mondays and Fridays are going to be just like Tuesdays and Thursdays now. It's going to be me, ZG, on the mic. Mondays will probably be a lot of like, this is what happened over the weekend. Fridays are going to be like, this is, this is what happened kind of during the week. This is, what's going to, this is what's going on over the weekend. So really kind of similar to, to stuff now. And then Wednesdays, so just to kind of preface why, why we're doing it like this, big reason why I started the podcast was to acquire some tape 
that way when I graduate school, I could send it out to different radio stations and hopefully land a radio job somewhere. So the dream for me is to do solo radio, and I can't do solo radio with a (laughs) co-host as much as I love ZG. And so it's basically going to be me doing a solo podcast. I'm going to try and bring on different guests and things like that. We'll kind of see who I can bring on. It, it won't be for like a whole show kind of thing. It'll just be like in 10-minute segments, if that makes sense. So it's going to be good. Hopefully, you know, if you're interested and you want to come on the pod on Wednesdays, you know, uh, message us at Overtime Takes, or you can message me personally if you have my phone number or if you follow my personal account on Twitter. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. It should be a good time. And, yeah, so follow us on Twitter at OTTakes. Follow us on Instagram at overtime underscore takes and leave, leave a review. That's it, right? Yep. Cool. Love you guys. So thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. We, go Cubs. See ya. Go Reds. <laughs>